All right, so we'll get started. Uh, we're about to get into a fiery topic, uh, no pun intended, uh, which is uh, using the oven for milk and flay shake. If a person only has one oven uh, and they want to make both cook their pizza in there uh, and they want to, you know, uh, roast their steaks for Shabbos uh, and bake fleshigs in there. Uh, so is it possible to use the same oven for both milchig and fleshig? Do they need a kosher the oven in between or maybe not? Do they need to let it cool down? Do they need to maybe even buy two ovens, two separate ovens for milking and fleshig, uh, which is what some people do. Uh, so let's... It's a lot more convenient. What? Yeah, definitely a lot more convenient. Don't have to worry about anything. Uh, so let's take a look at some of the possible issues. Uh, so basically, I'll just give an overview of what we'll have to go through in order to get to the halacha lamaisa. Over here, we don't take shortcuts. We don't just go to the halacha lamaisa. I want everyone to have like a full understanding with all the sources from top to bottom, going through the gemaras, the rishonim, the, what the, all the different posts can say. Uh, and here, uh, it's quite a heated topic. So there's like a lot of different uh, opinions both ways. Uh, so we have to really start from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a Philip joke. It's a Philip joke. <laughs> uh, uh, so the so the pos- <laughs> so, so they're basically going to be two possible. Very good. Uh, so basically, there's going to be two possible issues that we need to explore here. One is going to be the issue of reicha. Reicha is the aroma of the food uh, that's going to be floating around in the oven. Uh, and then we're going to have the possible issue of zaya. Zaya is the steam of the food. So both of these are ways that, food, that the flavor of the food can transfer into your oven uh, and then back into your next uh, food. So we're going to have to both explore the aroma of a food, whatever that means. And we're going to have to explore this possible issue of zaya, which is the steam of food. Um, and then within uh, looking at the steam of food, that's going to be the main issue when it comes to sharing the oven with both milk and fleshig. Uh, so Reicha, we're going to see, is not going to be such an issue as long as you're not cooking them both at the same time. But Zeya is going to be a possible issue, even if you're cooking one after the other. And in order to determine if there's going to be Zeya, if there's steam in an oven that's able to transfer the flavor from milk to fleshig, we're going to have to first look at, um, does the Zeya ever hit the walls of the oven? Or do we say that it'll evaporate and burn up uh, before it ever hits there? Does steam collect uh, at the top of an oven? Does it not? We're going to have to look at uh, that whole possible issue. Does steam ever reach the walls of the oven or not? Then we're also going to have to look at a separate issue of whether dry foods also produce steam or is steam, is Zaya only a concept that applies to liquids, right? So only if you'd put, let's say, uh, a cup of milk or a, or a milk soup that has milk in it, something like that. So then we'd say, oh, yeah, that would create Zaya, that would create steam. But something like um, like pizza, which is a congealed solid, uh, like uh, cheese, right? Cheese maybe wouldn't create steam. So we're going to have to see uh, on both of those two accounts. Uh, and those are going to be our two kind of possible heterim uh, leniencies to say that ovens don't have zaya, they don't have steam. We'll have to look at first the issue of does the steam ever reach the the walls of the oven, or do we say it'll burn up and evaporate before? And B, is it only uh, is steam only something that applies to liquids, but not something that comes out of solids? Uh, and nearly every oven is 
it has a fan in it. Does that make a difference here? Or? Ah, so uh, so, yeah, some some posts can say that since it has a fan, it's like an a, it, maybe it'll be like a, an open air oven, uh, which is a little less chamor when it comes to steam. So most posts can end up saying. Isn't as much there to take steam out as there to spread the heat around. Right. So maybe it would spread it to the wall. Uh, to spread it around. Yeah. To make the heat even. Right. So oh, like a convection kind of process. Uh, so it, yeah, the the fan makes it more even. But if we say that there's steam that's trapped inside, so then the fan wouldn't really help because it's just going to spread the steam around. Uh, so if we do say that there's steam, uh, it wouldn't make a difference if there's a fan on inside or not. Uh, vents might make a little bit of a difference. Um, yeah. Well, all ovens are vented. They all have a yeah, all ovens are vented. Otherwise, uh, all the heat will catch. Ovens and microwave ovens as well. No, microwave ovens will be a separate. Uh, I plan on doing a follow-up with microwave oven. And microwave ovens work differently because it's magic. Yeah, and this will also, a lot of these concepts apply to Pesach. Mm. Pesach, we're always a little bit more chamor mm. uh, when it comes to these concepts. But some of the poskim here, we're going to see even Pesach, uh, they're meiko, or Pesach, some of the poskim are more machmir uh, when it comes to koshering your oven for Pesach. So we'll have, to, we'll have to see there as well. But a lot of these concepts are going to apply to Pesach. So, I mean, right now we're dealing with the kashras of it, yep. but uh, it will, we'll, we'll have to see how it applies to Pesach as well. Um, okay, uh, so then once, so once we deal with these two issues, does the steam ever reach the walls of the oven, and do solid foods create uh, steam or not, uh, then we'll be able to understand where all the different postgame are coming from, uh, and we'll see, we'll have a whole list of all the different postgame and cautious organizations. Um, I didn't get to it yet in this sheet, uh, still collecting the final two, because I have to clarify some small points. Um, but we'll have a, a whole list of all the different postgame and the kashrus organizations, and we'll be able to come out, uh, hopefully, with uh, some clear halacha lamaisa. Uh, so what are the possible uh, halacha concerns? We mentioned the reicha, which is the aroma, uh, and the issue of zeya, which is the steam. Uh, and what can basically happen is that you, ha- you put in your milchig, your, pe- your pizza, or, or your uh, milchig soup, uh, your um, potato, uh, potato milk soup, whatever it's called. Uh, and then what happens, the steam rises up uh, the, and it absorbs into the walls of the oven because it's Yad Soledis bow, the steam. Uh, it'll absorb into the walls of the oven. And then the next thing that you're cooking in there, your fleshig uh, steak uh, or your fleshig deli roll, you're going to cook it up uh, and then the steam is going to rise up, uh, collect at the top of the oven, absorb the flavor there, drip back into your food, uh, and that can be the issue of, of Zaya. Uh, okay, so let's take first a look at the issue of Reicha, uh, kind of get clarity on it, uh, put it aside, and then we'll t- take a look at the issue of Zaya, then come out with the Allah Lamaisa. Uh, so for the issue of Reicha, we have on page number two at the top, uh, source number one, the Gemara Psachem Daf. Um, if you put the meat of a shechted animal, meaning a kosher animal that has a lot of fat to it, heavy fat content, and you roasted it together with a non-kosher piece of steak right next to it, and that second piece doesn't have fat on it, it's lean, it's to eat even the kosher piece of meat. 
right? So you roasted two pieces of meat next to each other. One is kosher, one's not kosher, right? They're both uncovered. Aser, my time. What's the what's the reason? Mepat me because they're gonna fatten each other up. Just just briefly, just to get clarity, are you talking? Is your question now when discussing ovens whether you can do milchik in one oven and then an hour later do chleshik, or you're talking about literally at the same time? So both. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll see. It'll answer. Valevi Amar. Levi says, even if you take a kosher piece of meat that's weak and you roasted it with a nevela that's fat, mutter. It's mutter to eat uh, the, the kosher piece of meat, right? Obviously, the non-kosher piece of meat is not mutter to eat. Uh, but the kosher piece of meat is not going to get flavor from the non-kosher piece of meat. Wow. My time, what's the reason? It's only considered aroma that's going to go from the non-kosher piece of meat to the kosher piece of meat. The recha, lav, milsahi, and recha, aroma, is, doesn't mean anything. Avid Levi, uvda, bey, reish, kalusa. Levi actually did this in the house of the, in the reish, kalusa, big divid, avar, achar. They cooked a piece of, uh, of goat together with some pig, right? Some chazer. Davar Acher refers to pig. They cooked them next to each other, and nevertheless, they ate it. I mean, when you, when you talk about next to each other, they're not touching each other. Right. Uh, so if it's touching each other, then for sure it's going to be awesome, because the flavor will transfer, like, uh, just straight from one to the other. Or, or close enough when they start melting that they might come together. Right. Or if they're melting, or if one's going to, like, sp- spritch into the other one. Be on the same this tray. This what? This doesn't happen. What? Yeah, I guess back then, I don't know. Oh, back then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so, yeah, hopefully in our kosher homes, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the Reish Galusa was doing with Pig in his house. Maybe they were cooking it for. It, no, it could be because he had political affairs. So, I mean, you're not allowed to really cook Dabarachar for somebody else, but maybe he had a non Jewish chef and he turned on the fire, so it's not Vishalakum. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, you shouldn't have Davar Acher in your house at, at all. Uh, so, How do you know Davar Acher is a pig? Maybe I mean, milk and, milk and meat you're not allowed to cook. Maybe it was just a, a Persian animal that was a trefer, let's say. But here it's Davar Acher. Gediva Davar Acher. But that's what it always refers to. Yeah. 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 Davar Acher always refers to pig. Yeah, so he needed to have some political affairs. I, I yeah, I, I haven't done all the research how this was mutter, so I'll have to look into the Rishonim a little bit. What they're saying. Yeah, uh, barbecues as well. If you can use the barbecues in the park uh, and all that, that's also good. Uh, okay, so, so so we basically have a machlokas over here. Whether reicha milsa, this aroma that's going around in the oven, uh, is it considered a, a problem, right? Do we say that the reicha can transfer from one to the other? Or do we say, like Levi, Rav says reicha milsa, that this aroma can transfer from the non-kosher meat to the kosher meat. Therefore, you're not allowed to roast them both in the same oven. Uh, and Levi at says, time. at the same time, right? Uh, George is making a good point, at the same time. Levi says, reicha lav milsa, you're even allowed to roast them together in the same at the same oven, same time. Uh, not going to be an issue. Uh, so, Shmuel. so Rav, and uh, Rav and Levi, Rav and Levi. Uh, S- sorry, did I write Shmuel somewhere? Uh, number one. Uh, it says oh, sorry. 
My bad. Uh, Rob and Shmuel often argue, but here it's Rob and Levy. Yeah, that's a good typo. Probably your autocorrect. So the Rishonim argue who we Paskin like. So Tosuo says Machmer like Rav. We say Recha Milsahi. Rif and Rashi are Mekel like Levi that we say Recha Lav Milsahi. Uh, it would make a little bit, it seems like the Gemara is being lenient, like Levi, because it brings the, the Svar of Levi, and then it says, Avid Levi, it brings a Misa. And usually when the Gemara brings a Misa, it's trying to indicate that we Paskin like Levi. Uh, so for that reason, that's why the Rif and Rashi, but Tosvos doesn't hold like, he holds, we're Machmer, like Rav, Rif and Rashi are lenient, no, Rechalav Milsa. Let's take a look at the Shochan Arach, what he says. both ways here, does it? Um, what do you mean? Works both ways? Uh, oh, both from... Yeah, fat to a lean one and lean one to the... In all, in all cases you're talking about here, or just... Uh, oh, oh, sorry, only if it's fat going to the lean one. So it sounds like the lean one doesn't make, um, doesn't make recha, but a fat one does make recha. Uh, this aroma that can transfer. Uh, but we'll see, nowadays we're machmer both ways because we're not sure what's fat, what's considered uh, lean, what's considered fat. Uh, so that's, uh, we'll see, the shach brings that down. Sorry, the taz, the taz says that. Um, okay, so source number two. Uh, we have the Shulchan Arach in Yeridea Simen Kufches, uh, Sif Aleph. He says, Ain Solen, Basar Kashera and Basar Nevela, you're not allowed to roast the two together. O Shabahema Tamea Betanur Echad. Or of a behema tamea, non-kosher animal, in one oven. Even if the two are not touching, that's to be said, if they're touching, obviously the flavor is going to transfer. But even if they're separate, they're not touching each other. But, so you're not, you're not allowed to do it, meaning a person shouldn't do it. But if you did do it, then it's mutter. So how's the Shulchan Paskening? He's Paskening like Levi, that Recha Lav Milsa, but he's Machmer Lechatchila, like Rav and like Tosvos, that a person shouldn't do it lechatchila. But if they already did it, then the food is kosher. You can eat it b'di If it's a big oven uh, that holds 12 uh, isaron, uh, which is quite large, upiv pasuach, and you have an open top, muter and bo. So then you could even put them two together lechatchila. Why? Because we say any aroma is not getting trapped in the oven. It's an, it's an open oven and it's big and therefore uh, it's not going to trap the aroma in uh, and it's not going to transfer How one to the is, other. This 12 uh, I checked it up in liters. I don't remember what it was. I think it was 40 liters or something like that. Practically the postkims say that unless it's a commercial oven, uh, meaning commercial ovens are the ones you wheel in, like these uh, these oven these oven racks. Uh, so the the wheeling trays, uh, they're they're very large, uh, and they wait like you know half hour for them to cool down before they can even open them because it takes a long time for all the heat to to exit. Uh, so the, practically the postcom are only mako, so they say our ovens are considered small. Uh, so so like at the park, you have these like barbecue sausage sizzles. Yeah, those are for sure small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they're open. Right, yeah. So those are open. So it wouldn't be a problem of reicha, but there's a separate problem that it, the the trafe gets into the grates, and now you're going to put your kosher meat on, and then it's going to go from the from the grate into your. A lot of them, they have just a solid plate. Oh, oh yeah, here in Australia, that's what's popular is the solid plate. You press the button. Uh, so yeah, if you put a foil, really you should put two foils ideally, especially because one can the heavy duty. You got to do the the heavy duty. 
uh, and then you'll be in good shape. Really? Uh, yeah. And so do, do two foils? Do foils? two foils because if there's if a lot of liquid gets, I meaning really one foil should be enough because uh, flavor doesn't transfer McCleave to another clee without rotif. But if there is rotif that comes down from your hot dog underneath the thing, so then it can transfer from the plate into your uh, thing. So therefore, um, put put two two things of foil, uh, and then you're. Even if there's lard on the barbecue from someone's previous kasha As long as his mom is charred, has to like really be charred. Uh, so so. Oh, so you have to kasha it before you put the foil they, down. Everyone no. cleans it off before they use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even go and clean the surface of any visible. Yeah, char or spray it with uh, with some stuff. Some post game, like Rabbi Wiener, uh, he's he's making even um, the the outdoor barbecues. These is this is in America where they have the grates. Uh, he holds close the top, put it on high, leave it for half hour to 45 minutes. Uh, that way it gets to the highest temperature. It burns up all the char inside. It gets to the highest temperature. Uh, you have over there like a, a libun. Uh, and it gets past 550, so it'll be leaving cow, but it's on a roasted, it's a, okay. Uh, and, um, and then he says you're good to go. You could even use the direct plate, the direct plate. Uh, so, it, yeah, not all posts will be make go like that. But. in the public parks, right, the, in Australia. So the Centennial Park. Ones, yeah, Centennial Park, right? Yeah. So let's say you, you went and you cleaned it off and whatever, right? Yeah. And then even, and then you turned it on, and even if you left it for 20 minutes and you didn't, any foil or anything, it would still the smell and the tarm of the trape meat would still would s- still smell good. Yeah. It would still smell like trape sausages, no? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, so the, what I'm what saying is, then you, you put your foil we'll on. Have to for a barbecue wait. one day and test it out. Well, yeah. yeah. But we're saying <laughs> the smell doesn't is 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 it relevant? Mm. Yeah, inshallah is if it's a halachic flavor that's getting in, like if it's a halachically significant flavor that's getting in. So these ones in Australia are a little bit different. I don't know if they get hot enough for it to, to fully kosher itself. Uh, so wow. this is, you have a lid, so once you close the lid, you're really going to hit very high temperatures. So for this, it'll be like a stovetop, right? Stovetops, if you go to your Airbnb, you don't have to kosher the stovetop. Why? Because any food that landed on is going to burn up. It's not considered mamashas. Uh, and, um, and you could put your pots on it. You can't cook directly on those trafe grates, right? But you could put your pots on it because the flavor doesn't go mikli lakli without rotev, without a, like a lot of liquid. And any liquid that lands is just going to burn up in seconds. Uh, so therefore, it's not a problem. There's no transfer to your pot. Uh, so the same thing here, if you want to put a pot on the grill or you want to put uh, ideally two layers of heavy-duty foil, so then you, yeah, you can barbecue your, so your meat on it. Yeah, even better than foil, yeah, like a real tray. Uh, no, the foil can tear, uh, but, the, um, but the foil doesn't. Uh, I've, I've done it a few times. We go to these uh, camping parks. Uh, I bring the heavy-duty foil, right. uh, and we cook our, our hot dogs, yeah, our, our sausages. So what do you do? So you put the foil on, and then you turn it up to the high temperature and let it burn out a bit? Is that what you do? No, I, I, double, foil, I double wrap it. Yeah. I actually do it all the way around just because it yeah. cooks faster. Yeah. Uh, and then I put pastrami in it. My, my <laughs> you double wrap the meat? Yeah. And, oh, then, I, and then I stick it on. You don't have to double wrap it. You could just do the bottom layer. Two layers on the bottom and put your, your sausages on there. And you're good to go. Mm. Um, okay. So, so I, just like getting that. back to the topic, 
I know it's a burning issue. The shulchan aruch holds you have to have a big oven and an open. Why do you need both yeah. conditions? In order to do it lechatchila at the same time, to put in both the treif and, and the Surely kosher at the same would, time. One of them would be good enough. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, hmm. Why is he it's saying a, you need both? Big, if it's a big one and you have yeah. one meat at the other one end and one other meat at the other end, is the aroma going to be mixed? Um, you're saying if it's open, if it's no, piv pasuach? One, one or the other. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it sounds like you need both. It's yeah. a big oven and piv pasuach. Uh, but uh, yeah, the gemara is mashma even even one without the other. I'm not sure why he holds both. Um, Tali, you're cooking with gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, so let's continue on over here. <laughs> if even one of your foods are going to be covered, then it's going to be mutter. So this is going to be a big, uh, a big thing for us to know. That if one of the, either the kosher or the non-kosher, and in our case it might be milchag and fleshe cooking at the same time, yeah. if even one of them are covered, reicha is not going to transfer from one to the other. Uh, and similarly, it would be even mutter to cook them both, even if it's a tan or katan, a small oven like our ovens nowadays, piv sasum, and it's, uh, uh, and it's not open air where all the heat can escape. Nevertheless, going to be mutter as long as one of them is going to be covered, uh, because so long as one is covered, then let's say it's the kosher one. So the tray frecha isn't going to get in, and let's say it's the non-kosher one that's covered, so then it can't escape from the non-kosher to get into your... So that's what you're relying on double foiling. Oh, no, because that's not even, that's not a tanor at all. That's completely open, so there's no recha issue at all over there. Because nothing's getting, there's no reicha or zeya, and when you're talking about outdoor grill, uh, you say there's no reicha zeya, you could smell it. Huh? No, no, but it, it can't get into your food. It's Meaning, it's only when it traps in, then it goes from like it gets trapped in, and then it'll go down into your food. Okay. Uh, but if it's mamish open air, like a grill, for sure no reicha or zeya, uh, you're not going to have any of those issues. Um, yeah. Meaning the issue of the issue of zeya, the steam, we're going to see is that it rises to the top of the oven, right, and absorbs over there. Then the next thing, your kosher food, also is going to create zeya, get to the top of the oven. Droplets are absorbing the treif, dripping back down into your food. You have treif dripping down into your uh, into your food, treif droplets. Um, okay, so it says the Ramah, The Ramah says this isn't limited to only treif and kosher, even basar v'chalav, you're going to have... The same dinim that you shouldn't cook basar v'chalav in the same oven because of the issue of reicha uh, at the same time. And he says, Even in a big oven, right? And even in a small oven. So nowadays we can be mekel, if one put the two together already, it can be mekel v'im afa pas. In basar, if somebody cooked bread with meat, he shouldn't cook it together with milk, use that bread that he baked at the same time of flesh eggs. He shouldn't eat it together with milk egg if he has other pas, uh, because that's considered lechatchila, right? You're not lechatchila going, using that pas that has the recha of the flesh egg with your milk egg, that you shouldn't do lechatchila. And if the iser is spicy, right? You put like a really spicy sauce, uh, some Tabasco, 
uh, in America. Here it'll be, uh, um, what's the spicy sauce here? Uh, Frank's. Frank's or whatever it is. Uh, if, it's a, if it's spicy, put a spicy sauce in the steak. Uh, or if the heter is something spicy, right? You uh, you put some uh, jalapenos or something like that. Recha milsa he. So then we for sure say recha milsa. Um, that Reicha is a problem. And even B'dyeved, it will be Aser so long as both of them are open and not covered. But if one of them is covered, even if it's a light covering, right? It doesn't have to be uh, hermetically sealed uh, where your mamish get in. Every, as, even you put a dough on top where it's, an, it's a good seal but not maybe 100%. Um, that'll still be mutter. That's enough of us uh, to be considered uh, a seal. Uh, hang on, hang on. So I've got a question. So let's say you're on an airplane, right? And so they're cooking everything up and they're reheating. So you're saying here that Bidievet, so let's say they bring out your meal and you see, I don't know, they opened it up for you or something. Yeah. Before, and you think that they may have even opened it up before. You, don't, you have no idea. It's possible they opened it up while it was in the tray oven. Right. So here we're saying... Or before. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it seems like, are we, that Bidi Ebed, are we Mekul? Uh, uh, so, so there it's going to be a, we have to get into the issue of Zaya, but just out of the issue of Reicha, as long as you have one covering, that's going to be enough. Hang on, but um, says, and we'll be Mekul Bidi Ebed also, right? So like once it was already done. Hang on, he says Basavachalov, is Basavachalov different to Treif? Uh... And, well, he's the, the Shulchan Aruch was tra- was talking about treif. Ramah extends it to even baser v'cholav. It's going to be uh, right. It's so uh, yeah, baser v'cholav same same as treif when it comes to recha. Yeah, on the airplane, they open up your your packet and they only take out the the one foil. Correct, but there are many. Yeah. And put it in the in there and they bring it to you still sealed. Yeah, well, do. that's what they should do, but sometimes sometimes they mess they up. That. Uh, so we'll see if you yeah uh, we'll, we'll have to see by Zaya if it, it depends on whether you consider Zaya a problem so so Mishum Reicha as long as you have one covering you're in good shape I so even if uh, even if they and even if you see it like peaking a little bit it's not going to be an issue of Reicha we're going to have to see if it's an issue of Zaya uh, Treif is a little more hummer than Basar Bechala because you don't have the heter of what's known as not Barnat no Sintam Bar no Sintam because uh, so, meaning it could be directly Treif that goes in it doesn't have to be like Milchig going into the oven, then coming out, uh, and then going into your fleshig, which okay. is like kind of one step to remove. It has to absorb, then unabsorb, and go into your food. Uh, so that's considered not barnat. And there's an additional heter by Basar Vachalav that you don't have by, by Treif. So some of the postgame are more lenient when it comes to Basar Vachalav as opposed to Treif. Uh, but in the airplane, that Shaila, if you only have one layer, is going to depend on whether you hold that there's a Zaya issue. In, uh, in the oven. With those plastic forks and everything else you've got to use, uh, it usually takes you 20 minutes to get the thing open. Yeah. <laughs> so, many, so many seals and this and that. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of seals. When you punch into it, it can splatter all across the person next to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you get your meal first, so you have extra time to, uh, to, <laughs> to open it up. And everybody gets to be jealous of you because like, you got your food before everyone else. I never eat my meal before everyone else eats. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I'm really embarrassed to sort of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that. He's a Jewish guy <laughs> getting his meal before. <laughs> Thinks he's better than everyone. <laughs> uh, okay, so so our uh, uh, 
Yeah. Um, okay, so are our ovens considered big or small? Uh, our ovens are considered small, the post can say. Um, it's also d- debatable whether our ovens are considered open at top uh, since they have vents that allow the aroma to escape, but it doesn't like uh, allow it so readily. It's not like an open air where it's uh, exiting immediately. kind of does get trapped in there a little bit, so it's a bit of an in-between whether it's considered open or not, uh, but they are considered small. Therefore, we have to be machmer. Uh, um, but uh, not bedieved. If bedieved, because we hold the ikardin, it's okay. Uh, so what foods produce reicha? Shach and Taz say fatty meats definitely produce reicha. Lean meats, maybe not. Or Hashulchan says we don't know how to define lean and fatty. Therefore, we're machmer on all meats. But what we're for sure not machmer on is something like bread, right? Certainly doesn't produce reicha. Something like bread. Uh, it doesn't have any kind of fat content or anything like that. So it's not going to produce. Uh, aroma that's now going to get trapped in your oven. Uh, and based on that, the primigodim says that when it comes to hafrashas challah, what's the problem? Hafrashas challah, you remove a piece of the challah. That piece of challah is now a, the tam of it is usr, the taste of it is usr. So if you stick it in your oven together with all the other stuff you're cooking for Shabbos, the flavor of your hafrashas challah piece, which is supposed to be truma and go to the coin, uh, so it's now going to get into all your other food and going to make all your other food Asr to eat, right? So we hold practically afrashas chal is usually derabanan. Uh, sorry, always derabanan. Um, whether you make a bracha on it depends on how much you're being mafresh. Uh, and the halacha in Eretz is a little bit different than here. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, a person should cover their chala to make sure that the reicha of the chala, because you're putting it in the same as the, the same time as all your other foods for Shabbos. So therefore, you have to make sure that you wrap your your piece of hafrashas challah uh, to make sure that the aroma doesn't escape. But says the prima Godem that if a person forgot to wrap their hafrashas challah, is it going to be mutter or asr, all your other food? Do you have to throw out your amazing kugel uh, and your fancy steaks and your uh, tuna uh, steak that you cooked for Shabbos? Uh, says the prima Godem, no, because uh, bread is something that definitely does not, it's definitely not fatty. Uh, so therefore, a person could be lenient on it. So while lechatchila, a person shouldn't put uh, his afreshes challah, they should wrap it up in a piece of silver foil. Uh, that's what most uh, women are taught in seminary. Wrap it with a piece of silver foil before you stick it in the bottom of the oven. That's lechatchila. But bidi'evit, if a person forgot to do that and just stuck the challah in without the foil, or if they look at it and they see, oh no, the foil opened up while it was in the oven, do you need to throw out all the rest of your food? No. Uh, because bread is not something that's fatty, therefore it doesn't create reicha, uh, and therefore, we don't have to be machmer that the flavor of the hafrashas chala spread. Yes, oh Philip. just puts it in the oven just to warms up the chala, just just to make it nice and crispy, and that's okay, isn't all that? Yeah, as long as you don't now have it with with milk. Like. Right, so it's a, yeah. So if you put the challah in the oven with flashigs and there's open, yeah. Because we can't give it to Kohenim nowadays. We don't know who the Kohen is. What? Why don't you just grow it? Oh, uh, so we first want to parcel it, because then you're being, you're wasting kachim be a 
Uh, so like we kind of do it. Oh wow, those are beautiful. She's um, <laughs> very proud of that. She showed us how she does with the dough and the whole thing and making the brockers for the family. Ah. This is the one that lives in Hendon. Amazing. Uh, amazing. Anyway. Um, okay, so so let's finish right. the topic Sorry. of of Reicha. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> Just throw that in. Yeah. Uh, in in the UK. Um, okay, so so what about if foods aren't cooked at the same time? Is Reicha ever going to be an issue? If you cooked milchig in the oven and then removed it, then you want to put in fleshig? Are we worried about Reicha? Uh, so it says the Ramah in Taras Chaim. Uh, sorry, Taras Chatas. Uh, source number three. Kasa uh, bitshuvas maiman. So the Rambam says, im afu al kira pashtida v'kafu alav kli. Let's say you cooked in an oven a pashtida, uh, which was a deli roll back then kind of thing. V'kafu alav kli, and then you uh, you put a, a vessel on top of it. Shal barzel v'shuv afu tachta pladin. Then you put a different kind of food uh, underneath it below libun without kashering the oven in between. Olahepech. Mutter, it's not a problem. Kilo nimza recha. Yeah, this is one after the oven, but after the other, but you removed one before putting the next one in. So you remove the fleshig before you put the milk again. Tachtav is instead of not underneath. Yeah, yeah, tachtav, yeah, in place of it. Uh, below, yeah, sir, good point, Josh. Uh, below Liban, Ola Hepach Mutter, Kilo Nimza Recha Upitum Lekli Sheyachsar Viyafatam La Ochel, because we don't find that Recha is a problem um, in a Kli that it'll now then come out into the next food. Meaning, as long as the two foods aren't being baked there at the same time, Recha is not going to be an issue um, because Recha doesn't absorb into the Kli to come out into the next Kli. It's only an issue if. Uh, they're both there at the same time. That's the only time we're worried about aroma. Uh, and therefore he says, Okay. Uh, and then at the end he says, Recha doesn't have mamish. It's not like steam, which uh, you could feel to the touch. Recha is aroma. It's something that you can't really feel to the touch. Uh, and it's it's only an issue if both are cooking at the same time. We say that the aroma can transfer from one to the next, but it can't go into the kli to come out into the next kli. Uh, that's not going to be an issue. Uh, so halacha lemaisa, uh, when it comes to reicha, only an issue if they're both in there. You would put your milchig and fleshig at the same exact time uh, in, a, in a small oven, uh, like our ovens. Uh, then we'd say it's an issue. Uh, and only lechatchila, we'd really be machmer. Bidi'evet, if you already did it. Uh, we'd say that the, the foods are kosher as long as they're not touching. Um, so Recha, we're machmer, lechatchila, bidiyeved, it's going to be okay. And Recha is also only an issue if uh, both foods are open. If even one of them is covered, not going to be an issue. Um, and lastly, um, is that it's only, it's only an issue if you put them both at the same time. But if once you take one out and you put in the next, then Recha is not going to be an issue. Uh, so practically, Reicha is not the big issue when it comes to sharing ovens because most of us aren't going to, we don't want to put milk and fleshig at the same time. Uh, so therefore, the, it's not going to, if we do, then the halacha is going to be that you, you have to at least cover one of them. Star K suggests you cover both of them uh, because if one of them gets uncovered, you're going to have serious issues over here. Uh, it might even be because of the zeya in the oven, uh, it might even trafe up the other one, uh, even be the evid. Uh, and trafe up your oven, and then you might have big issues. Uh, so a good idea if you if you do want to cook milk and inflation at the same time, cover both of them. 
Uh, if you even cover one of them, it's really good enough. Uh, so meaning if it's a fleshig oven and you want to cook uh, a milchuk soup or something like that, uh, so as long as you put the, the lid on, it uh, might be even much to cook them both at the same, at the same time. Uh, we'll see Star-K and uh, OU, what they, what they suggest at the, at the end. Oh, basically, Star-K says you just have to cover one of them. OU says cover both of them because in case one gets uncovered, which can often happen, uh, or maybe the soup will start bubbling up and then the lid starts popping up and down or something like that. Uh, so then you're going to get into serious lachik uh, shailas. So therefore, you should uh, cover both of them uh, if you're cooking them both at the same time. Uh, but that's the lamaisa. That reicha is only an issue if you cover if you put them both in the oven at the same time. One after the other is not going to be an issue. Where it comes up practically is the people who are mekel on using the same lenient on using the same oven for milk and kimfleishek. Uh, so what they say to do is to allow the oven to cool to the touch uh, in between the use of milk and fleshing. So this is only according to the people who are lenient. We're going to have to see. A lot of people say, no, you can't be lenient using the same oven for milk and fleshing. But the people who are lenient, and they do say you can use the same one, they say even though you can use the same oven for milk and fleshing, and Zaya is not a problem. We're going to have to explore Zaya in depth uh, next week. Uh, but even if you say Zaya is not a problem, the issue of, because of the issue of Reicha, you have to allow the oven to cool. Because all the while, while the oven is still hot, you still have that aroma that's trapped in the oven from the fleshig that you just cooked. So you can't just stick your milk again. You have to let it cool. Once it cools, then we say, okay, now all the recha has left. Now you can stick in your milchig. So even the people who are mekel say the oven should cool in between because you have to let the recha come out. So that's where recha is going to come in. Um, but apart from that, we're not too worried about recha because it's really only an issue if you put them both at the same time. Most of us aren't doing that. We're only doing one after the other. Uh, so therefore, um, Reicha is not a big issue. So now we can kind of brush Reicha to the side and we'll explore Zaya uh, in its full glory next week. <laughs> All right. Shkoyach. Uh,